0: Welcome to the Tavern Cast Network. Hey, everybody, it's Bryce. I just wanted to make a quick apology for the audio quality in this episode of On Tap. Uh, turns out a bar is not necessarily the best venue to record audio in. Who'd have thought? We had a lot of annoying extra bass coming out of the speakers of Ashley's this time that uh, kind of overwhelmed our audio in places. We'll try to move tables further away from the speakers next time to give you guys a better audio experience. Cheers. <laughs>
1: We're at Michigan's Premier Multitap, Ashley's Pub in Ann Arbor, Michigan. We're working our way through the ultimate beer tour. Three guys, 130 beers, 32 styles, with a few stops along the way, and this is On Tap. Welcome to Ashley's in Ann Arbor, Michigan for the next episode of On Tap. I'm Eric. I'm Bryce. I'm Mike. Give us a call here at On Tap
2: with your thoughts or your own take on the beer we're drinking on the show at 734-418-7077 or if you're on Skype, use the name TavernCast and leave us a message.
0: You can find out more about us and about the show at www.taverncast.com. And please go check out our main show, which is also at taverncast.com. It's 100% pure fun, anything goes talk, covering a wide range of topics with plenty of drinks, music, and comedy, available at our site or on iTunes. Just search Taverncast. 128 bottles of beer on the wall. 128 bottles of beer. Take one down, pass it around. 127 bottles of beer on the wall. Alright, so today what's on tap is Boddington's Pub Ale. We're still in the uh in the bitters, and this is the next bitter on the list in Ashley's ultimate beer tour.
1: So I, Boddington's is a mass produced beer. Though it's not an American mass produced beer or wait. Well it sort of is. I mean it's owned by Anheuser Busch Inbev, so it's I didn't realize they bought Boddington. In. Okay. They yeah. own like two-thirds of the beer you drink. Well, it was apparently yeah.
0: originally brewed in Manchester, England at a place called Strangeways Brewery for about 200 years or so, and now it's owned by Anheuser-Busch InBev. <laughs> Whoever the heck that is—that's the big giant uh,
1: conglomerate, huge. Yeah. They said that uh, they make other
0: beers like Stella Artois, Beck's, Bass. A lot of the ones you don't think of
1: as being uh, big corporate beers are now big corporate beers. Yeah. So last time
0: we were talking about all these like mass-produced beers and everything, we're actually drinking a mass-produced beer. I just don't think it it, it seems that way to most Americans. I don't Uh, think most Americans drink Bottingtons. Am I wrong about that? Yeah,
2: definitely not. Do beers consider it bad when they get bought, or is it successful exits?
0: I don't know. <laughs> it might be successful exits. Yeah. Well, I mean, for a brewery that old, I don't know. Yeah. You know. Well, and this is this is one of those beers that's probably going to test that whole thing we said last time about if a beer is mass produced, isn't bad. And yeah. I guess we'll get into that. Is in a minute, beer business. Or is beer craft. craftsmanship? Oh, it's very big business. (laughs) I mean, like... I think it's a hybrid of both, but I think they're a purist. They're a purist, right? right? They're the people that are going to say that beer as craft beer is art, and you shouldn't screw with art, and money shouldn't come into it. But then there's going to be people that say, you know, we want beer to make money, and it's going to make money, and that's where we should go. Screw the art. Or it'll be a hybrid of both. Like, I'm sure that Anheuser-Busch probably looks at their beers and says, no, we are making fine beer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We sell a lot of it. We
2: clearly sell a lot of beer. The market dictates that we're making fine beer. Yeah.
0: Okay, but it's like saying McDonald's is a fine
1: hamburger. Is Is this our our, is this our beer topic? Uh, Yeah. Sorry, if I take it as totally off. off No, it's fine.
0: It's fine. So, so is classified as an English Pale Ale, which is still within the bitter style. So, English Pale Ale is the strongest beer in the bitter family. This beer is generally designated Extra Special Bitter if it's on tap. So, this is confusing as hell. There we go. This because is an ESB la- on tap. Okay, right. So, last show, we told you we were leaving the extra special bitter style, the ESBs, and going to regular bitters. This week, we have another beer that's called an English Pale Ale, which in England would be considered an ESB. It's because British brewers have all these loose definitions for the strength of their beers, and that's pretty much what it's coming out. In a bottle, today. is it an ESB, or is it only on tap that it would be considered
1: an ESB? Uh, what do you think? I don't know. I don't think there's any real. Definition <laughs> structure to this, these definitions really okay.
0: Well, and it gets even more confusing. Of so, course. there's two types of vodka there's bodies bitter and bodies pub ale, both, both of which are bitters, it's just their difference on the bitter scale. So, the bitter has less alcohol content than the pub ale, which makes sense that the pub ale is actually an ESP, right? Mm. And then, whether InBev distributes bodies bitter here in the states or not, I, I don't know. I've never yeah, seen this it. is the pub ale that we're drinking today, but it's confusing, yeah. is my point. And every time we get into these damn bitters, they're confusing. I- I'm kind of looking forward to getting into, like, stouts, where it's like, this is a stout. Yeah, a stout this is pretty a clear. This is a This is a, you know, yeah, it'll, it'll, stout, We'll probably get there, right? and it'll be the
1: same
2: thing.
0: Yeah, probably. Yeah. So is one of the first beers sold in cans with a widget. You guys know
2: those widgets that are in the uh-huh. cans? Yeah, I've never those things quite are awesome. understood exactly what those things
1: do.
0: Okay, so widgets. They're magic. Little yeah. hollow plastic syringes. Uh, That's what they are, basically. So the cans are pressurized when they top them off by adding liquid nitrogen, all right? The nitrogen vaporizes and expands in the can, forces gas into the little widget, which is hollow, and when when cans open, the pressure inside drops really rapidly when you pop the pop the tap, forces the gas out of the widget in tiny little bubbles, which saturate the beer with these little bubbles. Yeah. And then the more tiny the bubbles are and the more of those bubbles, the creamier the beer is and the denser head and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But there's a debate that the nitrogen actually dilutes the flavor, that it deadens the flavor of the beer and deadens the carbonation too, which is why things like Boddingtons or Guinness out of a can taste Cream tastes different, Almost yeah. like, a, like, a, uh, like a smoothie. Yeah. Like a beer yeah. smoothie yeah. On. There's that There's that group out there, too, called um, Real Ale. The Campaign for Real Ale. And those are the guys that are like your purists. And they're trying to get it so that the only ale out there is classified by cask ale. Everything else is like crap ale like this, right? <laughs> crap <All> ale. <laughs> yeah. So they don't like nitrogen... In yeah. beer. And there's nitro taps too. Like you can have beer coming out of taps sure. that has like a nitro thing on it that infuses the beer with nitrous nitrogen as it comes out that makes it creamier. Is that so? That's what the nitrogen does. It
2: essentially. Yes. Essentially, it's a texture to, thing. Yeah, it essentially
1: adjusts the texture to what somebody thought it should be. Well, we'll have to see when we drink these if this tastes the same to, as when we drink it out of a can with a nitrogen thing. Yeah, because Right are, now, it doesn't look the same.
0: No, and we're, we're not using the nitro can. We're, we're drinking on pub ale on tap. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it's not... It, right, but, so we're
1: not getting the same.
0: Although, I have to wonder actually if it's a nitro
1: tap. Well, it could be, but the head looks different, right? Yeah. It does. It doesn't yeah. look yeah, as It creamy. doesn't like when you pour it in, out of a can, it looks very, I very I bet you it's
0: not a nitro tap. Yeah. So
1: are we going to cover the
2: ICAs the India, or the Indian, India no, crap ales. The crap crap ales.
1: <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, I think we will. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it.
0: So, beer advocate gives us a rating of a B minus. Uh, so let's see what we get out of it. All righty. Oh, so. all right. Yeah. All right. All right. So let's give it a smell. cheers. Cheers. All right
2: my nose too far okay (laughs) so I want to say right off the bat
0: Mike's nose as a matter of fact Boddington's is uh, I'm sorry Boddington's I really apologize I think you'll hear in a minute that I actually like your uh, like your like your beer here but the nose has always smelled to me on Boddington's of vomit (laughs) <laughs> really wow We're, like you're out you that's had, a great I think, description i think this is like a situation though where you've had
2: I, some some too much to drink of a certain hard alcohol and so whenever you think of that hard alcohol or smell that hard alcohol it reminds you of vomit this might be the same type i've of never
0: thing. i've never actually gotten to that point mike i, I have no idea what you're talking about never you've never mike is a
1: very response or mike, Bryce is a very responsible drinker <laughs>
0: No, I'm t- take I don't a, smell take much a, at all, really. Take a giant whiff. They just suck in air on the head and tell me that you don't taste that or smell that sort of like bile acidic vomit texture. Like you would get on a street after no, a I'm giant a party. I'm getting a, I'm getting nut, nutty. Beeriness.
2: Yeah. I, I'm not smelling vomit. Yeah.
1: All right, well, I am Alrighty alone. <laughs> you are oh,
0: crazy, yeah, after all. all right, well, let's taste it so that I don't yeah, taste right. vomit. So, Bonington's. Out of the tap, still tastes pretty creamy. Yeah. You know, and originally when we first had Bodians, I always thought it was a cream ale without actually knowing what it was.
1: Yeah, well, I'm not even sure what a cream ale means. I guess we'll find out if we get to those. But it's an ale that's conditioned longer in the cask. Oh, okay. It, it uh, it ferments. It, more. Is, it is. It is smoother. That's for sure. It's not. I think it's still smoother out of the can. I think it. I yeah, think that I think so, The high nitrogen does make a big difference in the taste. Well, the, the yeah, the can vibe is, is like it's like a smoothie. And I think I'm more used to the can because, like, when I taste this, it doesn't remind me of that at all. That to me, the can Boddington's is almost bland. I'm getting um, like a strawberry. Yeah, 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 taste. This, there's a little bit of I, bitter to
0: this. Yeah, 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 no, I agree. I'm, I'm getting can
2: see some why it's acidity. I get some acidity. I get some citrusy, like almost strawberry. That's
0: that's what I taste, and
2: that may be totally weird, but
0: <laughs> I think I get more honey than anything. It's a little sweet. You kind of have a flowery kind of <laughs> floral. You know, I think you're right, though, Eric, that that out of the can, I think, so they could be right about the nitrogen, right? Mm-hmm. That maybe it does deaden the flavor, because out of a can, Boddington's is decidedly mild. Well, it's really definitely, mild. I mean, I, I
1: drink more Guinness than I drink Boddington's, and there's definitely a difference between draft and those nitrogen things. Yeah, so... And it's smooth both ways, but it, there's a bit more bitter taste to it, I think, on draft. Because
0: this still tastes like Boddington's. It's still very mild,
1: not too bitter. It's not as mild as I was thinking, though. Not as mild as like when, came, when I yeah. was reading and seeing that the next yeah. beer was going to be Boddington's and it was considered a bitter, I was like, what? Because I think of Boddington's as being almost tasteless, like very, yeah, very yeah, bland. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's not. It's, I mean, there's, there's some flavor to it. So I'll tell you, for for people who don't know, I would actually hold up
0: Boddington's as the best beer to use in some shandies and a shandy is a uh, beer mixer where you mix beer with a juice or a soda or something like that. Lemonade. And lemonade, so that would be a Rattler yep. and uh, Boddington's is best in a Rattler you get some really premium lemonade half premium lemonade, half Boddington's. Tastes just like lemon meringue pie. It's awesome. Yep. Uh, it good like stuff. Beer purists will scream at me for suggesting such a horrible Whatever. foul thing to do to beer. Drink what but you I'm telling like. you It's good. <laughs> So that's Boddington's I, I think it's just a really mild, easy drinking, yeah, you know?
1: Totally, totally.
2: Yeah, I, I think I think I agree with you guys that out of the can I think it's easier drinking. Um, out of the out of the tap it's got more flavor to me and I could I could see the argument that the that the what do you call it? The widget? Yep, takes away some of the or affects some of the flavor. It's um it's interesting. I've never looked at the widget closely. To like, I always heard it go off, and then I drink the beer and forget about it. But suddenly <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, it ends up it in your throat up. and yeah, you're right. choking. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think um, I think Boddingtons as a bitter kind of lives up to the whole
1: mythos of the bitter as like a really easy drinking yeah, pub yeah. ale. It still is strange to me that the easy drinking ale would be called a bitter. What's a regular ale? You I'm know, curious. maybe
0: maybe it makes sense as we go on with this though, because in the old days, right? There was they had wines, they had beers. A lot of the beers were really strong. True. True. Okay? Or stouts uh, or something. Or they were sweet like meads. Yeah. Right. So a bitter would come along, and they'd be like, "Oh, this is a bitter one. So here it is. It's a bitter." You know. Yeah. And it was the poor man's beer. So maybe yeah. they just didn't get the good stuff, and this was not the good stuff. So at, going back to the mass-produced thing, real quick. As a mass-produced beer. How do you guys see Boddington's? I've always thought Boddington's was
1: really good. Yeah, no, I like it. I mean, I think it's, I don't think, I mean, I'm not sure when it got changed over to a mass-produced beer, so I can't say that I feel like, it. oh, you know, the quality went down or it changed somehow in it. To me, it tastes the same as it's always tasted. So. I don't think
0: we've ever had Boddington's when it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. So I think they changed over in like '03 or something like that.
2: Is that you? when yeah. it started showing up in local taverns more? And I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Probably. because yeah, that's when I first. I think I first had it at uh, uh, Connor O'Neill's down the street. Yeah. yeah. And um, you know, I, I, I've always liked it. It never really stood out to me. It wasn't. I mean, I like the creaminess of it out of a can. I've had that a few times. But it doesn't stand out to me as a beer. I think it's good. Yeah, so it's drinkable, yeah. and
0: you know, it's good. But as a mass-produced beer, Boddington's is not swill. No, 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 totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like a. You know. All right. So, are we changing our ratings from to ten stars? from Yeah, five? we've
2: had some feedback that we should we go should increase the range of our ratings to give us some more space. To, I think we to should go from
0: zero to a thousand. Ten thousand. <laughs> <laughs> well, then this beer is an eight seventy-five point two. No, <laughs> So you, I can
2: see I mean I can see expanding it to ten. Yeah, I mean I think fine. I think people think in terms of tens and it's easier to think like that. Yeah. You don't have to have a, you know, six or five or seven point scale. Right. Sure. Why don't we try a ten? So if we think about the past beers that we've ranked, we've always put them kinda of right in the middle. Yeah. So yeah, if we say those are yeah. fives and you know, where would we put this? Would we put this kind of
0: above or below the middle? Alright, so out of ten stars then, let's go around. Eric, you first.
1: Um I'm thinking I'm gonna go I mean, I still tend to favor the stronger tasting beer, so I, I'm thinking out five, four and a half somewhere around there. I mean, I would put it in the four to six range definitely as something that's I like I'm happy to drink it, but it's not like i'm gonna go out of my way to order it normally
2: i'm gonna say so i'm gonna i'm gonna say this with my ratings is that. 10s are going to be almost impossible to get to and they stand out just ridiculously and they're fun to drink and very interesting. Ones, again, also very hard to get to, but they are absolute, just give me almost an immediate headache and I don't want to touch <laughs> Make it you and Ill. smell like puke. So like brunch. a
0: 5 is like your average a beer? A 5 is my
2: average, easy drinking, tastes good, doesn't offend me, fine beer. And I would put this as a 5-6. This is, this goes down easy and it's it doesn't taste bad. It's got flavor and it tastes pretty good. So I would give it a six.
0: Yeah, um, using the same criteria, I think I'm going to probably go with Boddington's as a six-two, and it, it's a healthy, good six. It's, uh, it's a six because I like it. It's not a six because I think it's somehow you know bad or you know a, a poorly made beer. It's six because it's a it's a decent, easy drinking beer. Yeah. And I think of all the bitters that we've had, Boddington's, If it's a true bitter, which they say it is, <laughs> then. Um, and I think I, I still like body is the best. Yeah. Whether it's mass produced or not, call me a call me a
2: horrible person. Yeah. yeah. I, I think if I had to pick one from the three that we've had so far in this family, yeah, uh, I would, I would go with this. And as I, I like say, this
0: lot. is supposedly an ESB. Supposedly. Yeah. Yeah. So if that's the case, then then we have those you know two ESPs, Arcadia and Rogues, and among those, I'm still saying Botic. Well, and actually, we have two
1: of the Rogue ones. <laughs> yeah, we had two separate. I think ones. I would go with the uh, Rogue uh, Bitter IPA yes. uh, Brutal IPA is my personal favorite so far. Okay, of they all the kind of lumped together. A lot of them lumped
2: together for me. The two Rogues, obviously, they were different. Yeah. But if you mix them all with the Boticins and the Rogues and the um, Arcadia. You know, the, not too many are standing out on top, and I think this is more drinkable. I'm going to stick with this.
0: Beer is so confusing. All right. yeah.
1: Here's a question for you guys. As Since we live in a state where we actually have seasons and right now it's fall, it's starting to get cold out. Do you think that your taste, especially your taste in beer, changes as it gets colder? So do you, do you favor something more when it's hot out versus when it's cold out? I do, just like I, my taste in food change. You know, I love, in the, as it gets colder,
2: I like the stews and the chilies and the, you know, the, the stuff that's thick and it'll
1: make Heavy. you fat in
2: the winter and yeah. keep you warm. I mean, yeah. I like winter weight. heavier beers. You know, I'm not going to be sipping them in the sun and sweating them out in my pores and, you know, that kind of thing. I like the heavier stuff. So, yeah. the ESPs and the Stouts and the Porters and, you know,
0: I like all those. Yeah. I agree with Mike. That's the easiest thing for me to say. <laughs> I agree. And <laughs> I agree, too. So, apparently, this was not a very good topic. <laughs> well, I mean, let's, let's put it in well, with so uh, do you... what beers. So, it's summertime right what what are the beers of summer? So for, for me, me it oh, go right, ahead.
1: no go ahead. I was gonna say for me, it tends to be the more hoppy, bitter things like the i p a s the two hearted ale kinda that kind of stuff. to me, that's still too heavy.
2: I are just go, a
0: namby pamby little girl <laughs> <laughs> if I'm thinking really hot weather, I'm thinking corona's Pilsners no, okay. yeah, for, the, for the hot
2: weather for the hot weather, I like the Pilsners, I like the Stellas, I like the what's uh, Czechoslovakian Pilsners that's really good the um
0: Pilsner or Yeah, Pilsner Arkell. Pilsner Arkell. that's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I like uh, Belgian wit beer in the summer. White yeah, I beer. I never yeah. got into the whites. I don't like those very it's much. It's too much flavor. Uh, uh, I think of Ephemere. Uh, Ephemere is a white. It's, it's kind of an apple twin shoot. It's made by yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've had it. Yeah. And yeah. uh, any of the fruit beers in the summer, I tend to like those. Not so much like, see, like the, the sweeter kind of. But like yeah. the wheat beers, like uh, Saint cherry wheat. Yeah, Adams I don't like wheat beers very much like that. at all. Yeah. Oberon. Had, Oberon is fantastic. Oberon's the okay. Summer. There's yeah. some
2: wheats that, I've, that I do like. Um, Oberon is so popular and I just can't get
1: on board with it. Yeah. Well, some Every wheat time beers I have it, tend to have like a taste much. that certain people just do not oh, yeah. gravitate towards.
2: It's really popular. Oh, yeah. Around yeah, around, yeah. You know, everybody yeah. seems yeah. to grab it around summertime. And they, they only produce it in the summer, I believe, or some, some range of months in there. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, it's... it's you know, I just never found it. I just, not, I just couldn't get on.
1: So switch over to cold weather then. What what are the, what are the what beers you like at the cold weather? Oh. For me, it's going to be like the the heavy imperial stout kind of stuff. You know, we're in ashes heavy here. Sweets. I'm looking for those heavy-duty, chocolatey, yeah. coffee. I am mean, trying Thicker, to get a good oatmeal like stout porters, kind of.
0: It's almost a
2: porter over a stout. I used to be more of a stout guy, but I think I'm more of a porter guy now with the sweetness. Get yeah. a
0: little bit of sweetness yeah. there. and. Uh, yeah. I, I, I enjoy those. The thicker with big head, yeah. you know, type of You thing. know, I, I think I tend to shake it up based on season. So uh, we're in the Oktoberfest season pretty squarely right now. And I'll drink whatever sort of the rotating taps per season. So right now there's a lot of Meritzen's out. There's a lot of Oktoberfest beers. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, pumpkin-infused beers and stuff like that. That's usually what I switch it up to. In general, it's lighter in the summer, darker in the winter, like I think what you guys are saying. But I think it's even more broken down into seasons for me where it's different beers in the fall than it would be the winter. Winters, I'm going to be more stouts, more porters. Falls are going to be more Meritons, brown ales. Um, Yeah, browns are good. You know... um, stuff like you know like we we're talking amber box Doppelbox, box doppel box things yeah. like that yeah. you know uh, summers are going to go into the pilsners and things like that springs are going to be more of the um you know spring's a funny one i kind of love spring and summer together really so yeah
2: spring you're more hoping for
0: summer so you're just
2: trying to urge it on. yeah. you're I mean, drinking I mean, coronas totally. with lime because and you're you on a diet because <laughs> <Yeah>. you're off <laughs> winter trying to shed some yeah. pounds
0: yeah. What would be interesting is, though, so I've lived in uh, climates where it doesn't get cold at all. And uh, the thing is, is that I don't know if this is my, my Michigan roots growing up in colder climates and going through seasons that makes me do this. But so I lived in Miami for seven years, right? And even in Miami, I was drinking other stuff, yeah. and it changed by season. It still huh. changed by season. So one of my favorite things to drink down there was um, uh, Black and Voodoo Stout by Dixie Brewing Company. Great stout. And I drink a lot of Maccasins. I'm down gonna down to try that too. Black, and black black and Voodoo, black and Voodoo. Yeah. It's We actually have we really had it on the, the main show once. We had right? it on uh, one of the original yeah. Town Cat shows, yeah. It's yep. been a long time. Uh, but you know uh, what else
2: is gonna be coming out right around now?
1: The Sam Adams Black should we be making oh, an yeah, yeah. appearance. Yeah. Actually it's already out. Is it already yeah. out? a six pack of it. And that that long. Line and Kugels uh, apple spice or whatever. The apple pie beer. The yeah. apple pie beer, yeah.
2: I'll have to look for that. So So wait, do you think so you said that uh that we all agreed. So is this not a unique thing? I thought I was so unique and, and original, and thinking that I like the dark beers in the winter and the warm, the lighter beers. In Apparently, I'm among the three
1: of. I bet <laughs> you amongst people who really like beer. It is, but among people who just beer is a Bud Light and they don't try anything else. It's just a Bud Light all the time. So to me, if it's a means to an
2: end,
0: it may not matter. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I think that is true what you just said because I think of people like my mother, for yeah. example, right? who doesn't drink anything other than Coors Light. Doesn't matter what year what time of year it is. She wouldn't drink a stout if you paid her. Yeah, she see, wouldn't actually, want it. And I've tried. It just she won't drink it. My so. mother's
1: kind of the same case except she will only drink a stout. So okay. She like right. li- she runs on Guinness. And so it doesn't matter what the season is. So
2: note to self, picking up Bryce's mom bring Coors Light. <laughs> if I'm picking up Eric's mom bring stout. Boy, it's getting complicated <laughs> picking up both of them <laughs> Call us with your beer reviews at 734 418 7077 and come talk shop with us in our forums at www.taverncast.com. There's a brand new section there devoted to On Tap, the beers of the show, and the beer discussion in general. See you next time when we continue on in the bitter style with an actual, real live, no confusion English bitter,
1: Ruddles County Ale. Ooh.
0: Sounds interesting. Sounds
1: good to me. I like yeah. the Ruddle stuff. Have you ever seen their bottles? I've never had them. They're, they're very different. They look got, very weird, like old. Uh, yeah, like square. They look old. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. I've never had one. Yeah. This will be a new beer. Awesome. Yeah.
0: All right, cheers, everybody. Cheers. cheers. See you next time. See ya.
2: On Tap, a TavernCast
1: podcast brought to you by Snapdragon. And this is what On Tap. You got now the name gonna, wrong. Yeah, you got the name wrong. <laughs> it's 130 beers, 32 styles, with a few stops along the way, and this is. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> you gotta be fucking kidding me! <laughs> wow, who thought that a bar wouldn't be the ideal recording area? Yeah.